welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came Here's what we usually say, and now, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jerry Springer. But if you've been listening the last few weeks, uh, and let me recap real fast, because I know we have some new listeners tonight, and I'm going to talk about them in a second. Send a shout out to some people from down in the middle of Kentucky that really deserve it. But we, we usually introduce Jerry Springer, but Jerry Springer for the last, well, pretty much through the month of July is very busy recording Judge Jerry shows up in the New York City area. So we're filling in, I'm filling in with this crazy bike ride I've been doing for the last month with my good friend, Dr. Larry Gray. And we've been riding, uh, well, in fact, David, let me first establish where the heck we are. And by the way, look at this. I got on my red jacket. Do you notice that? It's actually REI. Very fashionable. Yeah, I'm well, I'm trying to look like a firefighter because <laughs> Good behind luck. me, yeah, I hear you. Behind me, I, I don't know if you can read that, but it says white the White Mills Volunteer Fire Department. Wow. Check that out. Oh, that on looks this, cool. Yeah, we're trying to figure out if that's an old Jeep or an international harvester. It's very cool. We Whoa. think it's a Jeep. Anyway, um, so we're in uh White Mills, Kentucky. Wow. And when we last spoke, we were in Jackson, Wyoming. That's right. Yeah. A long way from here. Grand Tetons. You got it. And we had just come through the Tetons. And uh, to be honest, we've never had an exit plan. And, and you could say, well, that's not a good idea to go all the way out west and not know how you're getting back. Because, see, here's the problem. There are several problems. One is rental vehicles are really scarce this summer. And when you can find one, they're really expensive. And often rental companies are saying, yeah, we'll rent you a car, but you can't take it past the state line. So we were going round and round. How are we going to get back? Well, we first thought Amtrak from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we made that a goal. But then I kind of realized that when we got an Amtrak seats, when we got Amtrak seats, and more importantly, bike spaces. Right. Now, if you're ever going to do this, and you want to take your bike with you and ride Amtrak, I highly recommend it. I think it's very cool. Mm-hmm. But you can get a seat for your butt, but it's a lot harder to get a slot for your bike because they yeah. have very few of them in the baggage cars. Mm-hmm. Well, we reserved our bike spaces in March, early March, for a trip in late June. And we even had to change the dates to get the bike spaces. Point yeah. being, there are very few bike spaces on Amtrak. Mm-hmm. So at least the lines that we were running, like the one that goes to LA, the one that goes to Seattle, blah, blah, blah. So it was pretty unlikely we were going to be able to like walk up to Amtrak and say, well, I'll, I'll take a seat for Wednesday. And yeah. uh, can we, uh, you know, get a space for our bike? So mm-hmm. we figured that was probably going to be pretty slim picking. So then we started looking at rentals. Well, we finally did snag one. We grabbed it. We drove David <coughs> nonstop from pretty much. I mean, we stopped for gas and, and some crappy junk food that uh-huh. we ate, you know, either on the fly or in the car or something. Huh. And we just kept changing drivers. We drove through the night, often in heavy rain. 
And we ended up, uh, our target was Marion, Illinois. We laid over for a night, loaded our bikes up, rode 24 miles south and picked up the Trans-America Bicycle Trail. Now, yeah. to recap for people who haven't been listening every week for the last four weeks, this is the fourth uh, Tuesday, the Trans-America Bicycle Trail, it's unbelievable endeavor. Yeah. started in 1976. It goes from Yorktown, Virginia, across the country, angling kind of on a diagonal up north because it ends in Astoria, Oregon, right at the mouth of the Columbia River where it goes into the Pacific Ocean. So it's thousands of miles long, and we picked it up once we started after getting off Amtrak in Whitefish, Montana, we then rode down to Missoula, Montana. And we picked up that bike route and we rode it like through Yellowstone, through the Tetons. We took it down on the spur to Jackson. And then we headed east and we re-picked it up again in Marion, Illinois. And we've been on it since. We're aiming for Berea, Kentucky, where my wife will come down with the bike rack in the back of our SUV and do what we uh, called uh, back in the day an extraction. Okay. So that's, uh, and we think we'll be in Berea by Friday and we'll end up, by the way, with the same number of miles as if we had stayed on the original plan to go to Albuquerque. That's about riding a bike, I don't know, 1,200 miles or so. That's and this bit. is and this is going to be somewhere between a thousand and it'll be over a thousand and maybe up to twelve hundred miles. So it's going to be about the same miles. But the difference is we slingshotted from the sublime picturesque west to the rolling hills. We went through southern Illinois and now we're riding the rolling hills of Kentucky. I gotta tell you, Kentucky. My old Kentucky home, I live in northern Kentucky, in its own way is as beautiful as the sublime west. It is beautiful. And as we were talking before the podcast started, David, about our memory, your memory and my memory is, is that the Shawnee Mm -hmm. who uh, ruled these parts back in the day, 1800s and before, uh, they, they kept Kentucky as a hunting ground. Yeah. And... Oh man, it's just so pretty. And, and, and now we're not, you know, out on these insane Montana two lane highways that cars go by at 80 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. We're on these very small pastoral rolling Kentucky roads and the up and the down is, uh, Riders who have done this whole trail across country say that the Southern Appalachian mountains, where you do Virginia, through Shenandoah and West Virginia and Kentucky, that it's harder than those Western mountain passes like Hoosier Pass, which is at Breckenridge in Colorado, or or Big Hole Pass, or these other passes that we rode over, which are as much as, uh, what, eight thousand nine almost 9,000 feet. And the reason is, is they're more gradual, but these Kentucky hills, you're up, you're down. And the grade is sometimes, I don't know, like 18% versus 8%. So it's very beautiful. Uh, So that's where we are. Tonight, we're in a place called White Mills, Kentucky. 
And I want to back up and tell you some of the highlights of the time we've been in Kentucky in addition to the beautiful landscapes we've seen. We have, uh, you know, and we're still grabbing gas station food as we go. Don't cry for me, Argentina. It's not as bad as I'm making it sound. Yeah. It's like today I had a nice uh, turkey and cheese with lettuce and mustard uh, made health, up. Health you food. Know. No, it's good food. Good food. You're, you're still on the Trans-America Trail, right? Still on the Trans-America Trail, and it's all marked with these cool metal signs that are attached to the road signs in Kentucky. And you'll see a 76, and, and other people who see that driving mm-hmm. around probably, they have no idea what that is, the bicentennial year. But in the bicentennial year, a team of riders, R-I-D-E-R-S, bike riders, I think a bunch of them were from Outside Magazine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but the Adventure Cycling Association, they were, they were a part of it or they came out of this. And they created this trail by riding across country in a large group. And as they went, they mapped it and then they figured out who to talk to to create places to get food. Um, and those just would be the gas stations and the small stores in these small towns because you're not on any big road. Right. But then they figured out uh, city parks where uh, a municipality said, yeah, we would like to have or we would be willing to have cross-country cyclists sleep here. Good for and tourism. Good for tourism, good for the economic picture of these small towns. To me, it would be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And then they started talking to churches. And the churches, many of them said, we'll do it. We'll, okay. we'll, we won't worry about liability. We won't worry about somebody stealing from us. We'll, mm-hmm. These seem like a, a good niche of people, and we'll let them do it. And then they went to fire departments, particularly the volunteer fire departments. So where have we been sleeping the last week? Well, we slept in a commercial campground one night, and it was as good as all the other ones we've been in. Those places are great. We're riding e-bikes. Mm-hmm. So we've wondered if we could find a place to charge every night. And right. we did. We have every single night, whether it's National Forest Service campground, there's always going to be at least one plug. And that's the campground host. We've used those. Nice. We've slept out west in you know, American Legion, side yards, uh, fairgrounds, city parks, national parks, state parks. Wow. Now that we're in Kentucky, we've been staying, like I said, on the first night in a commercial campground. And then we hit two churches in a row, a United Methodist Church. And for that night, I converted uh, to uh, the Methodist faith. And then the next night, I realized that that was a mistake because we were in a Baptist church. So I scratched that out and became a Baptist. And then the next night, we were in a fire station. I realized, I don't know, maybe I don't need religion anyway. (laughs) I just need to get some CPR skills. And uh, what is the song, Staying Alive? You yeah. have to kind of pump on somebody's chest. Uh, 120 ding, beats ding, per minute. <laughs> staying alive, staying alive. So I figured that out. I got that down. So uh, so now I'm a firefighter, and that's why I got the red jacket on. <laughs> so if so, people hey, want to go and check out this thing, it's called transamtrail.com, right? It is. I don't know. I Because, see, there are other Trans Am trails. I don't think that's it. I okay. can tell you how to find it. 
All right. You go to Adventure Cycling Association of America, and this trail is called the Trans America, this is the important word, Bicycle Trail. And it, that's the one. And you can uh, buy paper maps, you can get digital maps, you can get a GPS download. Uh, and all of those have uh, rich information about where you can get uh, food, bathrooms, laundromats, uh, camping, uh, B&Bs, motels, firehouses, churches, or even people who let you sleep in their homes. And there's the whole network of warm showers. You have to pay for that. I think it's 30 bucks to become a member. And then they put you on to, uh, on your GPS, people on that, on their app, it's a GPS and it'll tell you how close you are to a warm showers member who will uh, put you up and, and give you a warm shower, allow you to take a shower. So that's a, another wonderful resource for people who are doing this. And uh, so anyway, that's how you, you sleep at night. Now we've been staying, we stayed uh, last night in Fordsville, Kentucky. And I want to talk about some people. There is a family and their last name is Kellums, K-E-L-L-E-M-S. And if you're ever in Fordsville, or if you're listening from the Fordsville area, go to Kellums Plumbing and Septic Services. Uh, you can get their number online. That's uh, Brad Kellums' business, and his sons work with him. And they are great people. He's a lieutenant with a volunteer fire department. Now, why am I bringing them up? Well, check this out. We get in there through uh, Chief Justin Cooper. If you're listening, uh, Chief Cooper, uh, first, thank you to you because he's a guy we made contact with. And, and if, you know, and that's how we got in. And he was a great guy. And then after we had, check this out, after we had already had dinner, we're having dinners like this stuff. So we're in this firehouse tonight. And here's what I'm going to have. So this oh. is a mountain house. And this is a, a backpack. Oh, this is back backpacker's pantry. That's high quality. This is, oh, this is good food. This is chili mac pantry. It probably oh has my gosh. 6,000 grams of <laughs> sodium. Oh, you know, that, a, yeah, yeah. That freeze dried stuff's is, good. Oh, I'm, but I'm going to make it better because I'm throwing in one of these jaders. Look Whoa, at this, man. This oh is uh, chicken creations, premium white chicken and sauce. It's a classic barbecue. They probably so, got a five-star restaurant right next to you and you'd rather eat that. Uh, this is what I'm going with. <laughs> so that's the point. We had some junk like this last night. And then about an hour later through the door, because they got keys. They're, they're the people who run these fire departments. <laughs> In walks this guy and his wife, Cindy and Brad, and their uh, son, and they walk in. Uh, I think they had, uh, and then later another son shows up, Blake, and they walk in and they have dinners for both Dr. Gray and me. <laughs> And the dinners were like a fried cabbage. Oh, and, man. And uh, ham. Like southern home cooking. Oh, my God. Pork chops. They had oh brownies. Oh, my gosh. It was unbelievable. That is and unbelievable. So we sat there and ate a second dinner. One, because <laughs> we were hungry. And two, that was a polite thing to do. And we told them we had already oh, yeah. eaten once. You got to eat it. Hell. 
<laughs> and these people were so nice. They hung out with us for about an hour and they're telling all the local stories. And that's great. Uh, and then that kindness. And by the way, a few nights before we met a woman named Maggie. Mm-hmm. And, and this relates to the Fordsville Volunteer Fire Department. Maggie is a young woman from the Bronx, New York. She's an African-American woman riding solo, you know, got this all the same gear that we got. We all mm-hmm. look the same. You can't, yeah. you know, you're going one way, they're going the other. It doesn't matter which way you're going. You always stop and talk to people because everybody's got similar bikes. Every We're, we're the only yeah. ones riding e-bikes. I haven't seen okay. anybody else on an e-bike. I got you. And they haven't seen many other people uh certainly my age, I'm definitely the oldest person out here riding. Uh, and, but we all look the same because we've mm. got these Ortlieb panniers as a company that's got the, you know, the best in the business. And so she's riding African-American young woman, uh, went to race in the Bronx, went to high school in Manhattan, went to college in Queens at St. John's university, a fellow biggie school, of my team, Xavier University. And of course, I told her we were going to whip their butt in basketball this year. She laughed. <laughs> and she quit her marketing job and said, this is really cool. She says, I'm going to ride across country. And if I fall in love with a place, I'm just going to stop there and make my life there. It is fun. I thought, dude, that's like what happened back with the pioneers. Yeah. they That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's we hear true. about this, uh, you know, Louisiana Purchase and Lewis and Clark, and there's yeah. some promised land thousands of miles from here. But so many of them, David, just stopped in Kentucky or Beautiful. they stopped in Illinois or the high plains of Kansas. Fertile ground. Or, oh, yeah. Or they got to the Rockies in Colorado and said, this is it. Some of them went to Cali. But mm-hmm. she doesn't know. If she's going to go all the way across to a story or whether she'll make a life somewhere in between. So wow. she's the one that told us, you got to stop at Fordsville. Wow. These people are so nice. So we roll into this volunteer fire department. They bring us all this food. Uh, today, uh, we got lunch at a gas station. And then a little farther, we came upon an Amish roadside stand that was oh, wow. on this little farm. And I said to the woman working the, the vegetable booth, you got any fresh fruit? And she said, you know, I got some watermelon. You want some watermelon? And I said, hell yes. Oh, yeah. And here's here's what I figured. I figured she had a little one and she'd slice uh-huh. it up and I'd give her 10, 20 bucks, whatever it was. And we, Larry and I would split a watermelon. <laughs> 10, 20 bucks for a watermelon? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I, that's what I would have paid. She grabs this big watermelon. And I said, ma'am, I, I can't, I'm on a bike. I can't like carry that. <laughs> and she says, well, wouldn't you just like a nice slice? And I right. said, I might've said, hell yes. And then uh, I kind of slapped myself because I'm yeah. talking to an Amish woman. Uh-huh. <clears throat> she whips out like a Bowie knife and whacks off a big wedge, two of them, and hands them to us. And it's like the best watermelon I've ever eaten. Oh, my God. And I said, what do I owe you? And she says, you don't owe me anything. Yeah. She said, you know, just consider it a treat for your bike ride. Aww. I thought, here we go again. This <laughs> this generosity of Kentuckians. And now Maggie, now remember this, she's an African-American rider riding solo. And she, so I asked her in the United Methodist Church where we all stayed one night. And I said, uh, so 
you know, what's what vibe are you getting? I'll tell you mm-hmm. what I'm getting. I'll tell you what I'm getting as a white guy. I said, I've yeah. ridden through both Southern Illinois and into Kentucky. And I'm seeing at times Trump flags mm-hmm. still flying and still some Trump signs up. And David, they're sometimes side by side with Confederate flags. Ah. So, you know, I'm like a white dude and that's uh-huh. a real bad vibe to me. Yeah. That's hostile. Creepy. And because when you, when you lay up a, a Confederate flag next to a Trump flag, I'm just going to outright say it. I, I fear that's, that's a racist person. I and would it's, suspect it's, it. it. It's that Confederate flag. That, that's a, that, that's a cessationist flag. Yeah. So she said, in effect, I'm paraphrasing, man, I'm looking over my shoulder at times when I see that, but mm. she told me overarchingly people had been so kind. And right. so she even told me that she was riding through some little town in Kentucky and, and cause she started in Berea because she wanted to avoid these huge up and downs of those States that, like I mentioned, Virginia, yeah, yeah. And West Virginia, separate. Appalachian mountains. Yeah. Yep. So she said that, um, she was going through some small town in the morning and a woman, she rode by her and kind of startled her. And she said, hi, have a great day. Real cheery voice. Cause she <laughs> says, that's how I'm riding. And she said, the woman said, Oh my God, you're black. And she <laughs> said, I, I am. And kept riding. And uh, we don't know what that meant. You know, my uh-huh. just, uh, well, I don't, they I don't see a that. lot of, yeah. Ethnicity. I don't know. <laughs> Jay Patterson is watching. Harold Tucker is watching. Braden Kellums is watching. Harold Braden, Sherry Russell, Jerry Galvin, and Eileen Long is watching. Hey to all you guys. And Braden, dude, that's hey, Braden's part of the uh, as part of the famous Kellums family. Uh And Braden, as I recall, is the brother he is who is the younger blake's 19 braden's i don't know 14 15 or so and he is a member and i think his brother was before him of the junior firefighters of fordsville kentucky and braden i'm going to say this on the air and i said it to you last night we told your parents this this is a wonderful program that goes on in these small towns and Cindy, his mom said, look, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on around the world and including mm-hmm. there a lot of opioids and a lot, lot of, man, I was looking at a newspaper today when I got lunch and I looked at that section of the papers on the front page, mm-hmm. 24 people arrested in that edition of this small town paper. And I went through them all. They were all for possession of an illegal substance. It's like a huge issue. So, uh, Braden, stay in the junior firefighters. Make that a commitment and be like your dad and and maybe your older brother and join the family business. Because I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. Kellums that are listening, when I rolled out of town today, I saw your business. It is tight looking. It is clean, cool looking business. Kellums plumbing and septic services call 444-444 now i made that phone number up you gotta look them up but uh, again those are great people and then the amish lady that gave us a piece of you know watermelon and you know me david i always wax too philosophical about all this stuff but because i was right going to sleep last night on the floor you might wonder so where did we sleep well yeah 
we just put our sleeping pads, you know, my Thermarest Neo Light sleeping pad on the floor and just lay down and went to sleep. Oh and that's what I'm going to do again tonight on this floor. Wow. It does not look comfortable. Concrete floor. Well, fa Facebook Live listeners, most people hear this in the archive, uh, audio only, but for Facebook Live uh, listeners and viewers, that gives you an idea. It is, uh, but I got to tell you again, it is so wonderful and generous for these people to open up something like this. And I'm not joking when I say we consider places like this, and now we're in White Mills at their fire department, luxurious. Mm -hmm. Right. They had their showers here. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're getting showers. I was right. able to wash some of my clothes. Mm -hmm. I'm able to cook here. We They turn. They got a big screen TV. Right. It's air conditioned. This one is. Last night, they had a <laughs> bunch of fans going in Fordsville. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering, David, why do these people do this? So, yeah, what, you know, in other words, why do these churches, why do these firehouses, and of course, they were asked by the Adventure Cycling Association headquartered in Missoula, Montana. We stopped by there as we passed through Missoula. We got our pictures taken. They're up on the wall with all these other riders. We're section riding. A lot of riders are riding, you know, from one end to the other, but I met two riders yesterday who are from Utah and they're riding on the Trans-America Bicycle Trail, but they're going to veer off. And instead of going north up into Montana, they're going to go across Colorado and work their way to home to Utah. So, you know, a lot of people do a lot of versions and we're doing our version. I would call this section riding. But to the question philosophically, why do the uh, families like the Kellums and the uh, officer of the volunteer fire department who came over here today and uh, led us into the White Mills firehouse. And why do these pastors at these churches? We passed on, on our way here a lady that allows cross country cyclists to stay at her house camp in her side yard. Why do these people do this? And because we're not, you know, let's don't BS anybody. I'm not a poor person. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not like uh, an Okie uh, from Oklahoma during the Dust Bowl uh, trying to get my way to the pastures of plenty in California to yeah. pick grapes. I am a, a retired educator on a late life adventure. Mm -hmm. So why did they help? And it made me think of this. Uh there's a guy named Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he was a transcendentalist and a philosopher. He created this thing. I went to sleep thinking about this lying on the floor of this firehouse, the Emersonian Oversoul. And by the way, if you ever read the book, The Grapes of Wrath, John Steinbeck, who was a transcendentalist, Oh. brought that into the book through a character named Reverend Casey, a fallen away minister who goes with the, the Jode family where they packed up their few possessions on an old truck and they headed for California to get away from the Dust Bowl and to find work. And Reverend Casey tells Tom Jode, the protagonist of the book one night, he said, I think that 
I used to be a, a preacher, he says, mm-hmm. and I used to think every man and woman had a soul. Yeah. So to put it into Thomistic philosophy, Thomas Aquinas, every man and woman has an individual soul. They'll all get reunited with Jesus Christ on the day when the world ends. That's the Christian version of the story. Emerson said, I don't think so. And Casey, the character says, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think we all have one big soul, one big shebang, Casey yeah. tells Tom Joe. And it's the Emersonian oversoul that we're mm-hmm. all bound together. And what binds us together? Kindness, helpfulness, regardless of our station in life, the color of our skin. And I, and I know that's like real philosophical, but I'm thinking, well, why would Cindy Kellums go out and get us food and bring it to us? Right. And why would these firefighters with no regard, like we told, we told them, like, when you guys leave, we're going to fire up the fire trucks, open the doors and drive around town and mm-hmm. set off the siren. And they go, yeah, 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 sure, sure. <laughs> go for it. And they also told us, hey, we get a call. By the way, the White Mills Volunteer Fire Department, they had a call this morning, a run. And if they have a run, you just have to, like, get your sleeping bag out of the way because they're gone. I think you'll wake up. I think so. They have had cyclists in these places when all of a sudden it's showtime, man. And there's a mom and a dad, check this out, pulling a little, and, and, you know, those little uh, carts you can pull behind your bike. Mm-hmm. That a kid goes in, yeah, 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 a chariot little trailer, deal. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pulling, they're going, they're riding all the way across country Ooh. from Yorktown to Astoria, and they're pulling their little daughter. Oh and, my God. and one night they were camped in the Fordsville uh fire department and they had a run. And they were telling us last night, this little girl's eyes were the size of like watermelons, like, uh-huh. what's going on, daddy <laughs> and mommy? Look at all of these lights <laughs> and all these noises. Anyway, so uh, this Amersonian oversoul, it's about the only explanation I can come up with that we all are without even knowing it. We are all kind of tied together through our common humanity. And you can think about, you know, how these people in these rural communities watch television and they see the Black Lives Matter movement. But Mm -hmm. now check this out. So, look, these I'm going through rural Kentucky. Right. And it's mostly not totally, but mostly Caucasian. Yeah. And I'm riding along because it's all in slow motion. I mean, you know, you're going 5, 10, 15 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm riding along thinking, what in the hell would these people think of Black Lives Matter, which they watched on television? Mm-hmm. And I suspect a lot of them understood it that, well, where African-American people like Maggie live, Maggie sure gets it because, you know, we we were into those kinds of conversations with her and she gets it and but she has a different skin color. Mm -hmm. And maybe the uh, people with uh, people of color have a different life experience with some authorities. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have black lives also, almost you put the word also. White lives have always mattered. Black lives also matter. But now check this out, all in the same philosophical vein. I can't tell you how many signs I've seen in yards in rural Kentucky that say these words. They're formal signs, yard signs, printed up by somebody. Mm -hmm. 
be kind. Oh, nice. Be kind. I thought, where the hell did those come from? Are those individual citizens that got online and got their be kind sign? Did they come mm-hmm. from churches like the ones that we slept in? Yeah. Where those good hearted ministers said, look, you know, this is this is where the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. when we're dealing with a national issue yeah. of a George Floyd murder scene on television. You can't escape it in Southern Illinois. You can't escape it in rural Kentucky. It's your country, just like it's my country in Northern Kentucky yeah. or Maggie's country from the Bronx, New York. Yeah. And that goes back to the Emersonian Oversoul. We're all bound together. We can't get out of it. And the kindness we have experienced with people is maybe uh, an indication of all of that stuff. Uh, Where are we headed? Well, we're headed for uh, Berea, Kentucky. When do we think we'll get there? We think we'll be there by Friday. Where are we sleeping tomorrow night? I think it's going to be in Springfield, Kentucky. It used to be called Hardin, Kentucky, Hardin County. I think it's called something else now, but it's it's basically where uh, Abraham Lincoln was born, oh, by fine. the way. So I think we're going to be maybe in a campsite area that's, I really want to go to the, you know, speaking of all the stuff we've been talking about that I've been talking about, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we could go to the birthplace of Abraham Lincoln because- that's uh, pretty important. So if anybody has a comment they want to make, I appreciate everybody who's listening or a question, uh, just write in the comment section. And I did see, uh, I thought I saw a comment go up by uh, Bonnie Williams Galvin. That would be my wife. And I put something up on Facebook and then I realized, ooh, that might not have been smart, but I shot a picture on my Facebook page. Maybe I'll get that over. Maybe you can pick that up, David, and share it over to the Jerry Springer podcast page. It is the next home that I want us to buy. (laughs) And it is exquisite. And it is uh, a, I don't know, maybe we would call it a cabin. That's a little rustic. (laughs) It's a project. It's a project. And uh, I know she's going to look at it and uh, we're going to have, I'm going to have some trouble, but I said, don't tell her, don't show her this because I need to make the pitch to her personally. And I need to have a fair amount of rye whiskey there uh, during the session because she (laughs) loves uh, Manhattan's made from rye whiskey. So that's my best shot. So, um, all right. It's pretty much all I got. I'm Says, on, uh, on dinner time. Jerry's on a comic roll tonight. Gene's on a comic roll tonight. Braden Kellen says it was nice meeting you and Dr. Gray. And Julie Terry Navari says safe travels the rest of the way home. Appreciate it to all you guys. And uh, again, uh, I'm sure we've got more people we'll meet, more experiences that we'll have. And uh, this certainly has been uh admittedly fun for me to do these on the road things and uh hopefully people who choose to listen uh you know get a kick out of it too and i appreciate you guys uh making comments and 
being here as part of this. Yeah, and I had not heard of that um, uh, Emerson Soul thing before. Oversoul. Really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's really hit me when I learned it uh, as an English major and philosophy minor at Xavier University, and it impacted me. And it's uh, frankly been with me for uh, my whole life. And and I that's the only thing I can think of. I think think it shows up in experiences like this. And who knows? That How is, do I know? Yeah, well, it is kind of nice to think that we're all intertwined and interconnected. Yep, that's how I see the world. So, do you have to go to work now, Gene, as a volunteer fire fire? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in charge here uh, uh, for until somebody of higher rank shows up. Oh, and every I, and everybody's of a higher rank than I am. It sounds like the alarms are going off. All right, come on. I'm ready, man. I'm going in this old Jeep. I'm going in this thing if we have to go. That's what I want. Look at the tires on that thing, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll take you in the backcountry there. Yeah, and if you look at this thing, this is not this is not a lovely that they park. I mean, look at all the mud on the side. <laughs> this thing. Yeah, aren't fire trucks supposed to be all pristine and clean? That's this one. <laughs> Maybe they'll and let they you beep the horn later. Yeah, yeah. This is the one I want to drive. If we're, <laughs> if we're going, I'm rolling in that one. I you can go shotgun. anywhere. I got shotgun. So anyway, pretty cool. All right. Peace, everybody. See you, James. We'll talk, talk again next week. Hey, hey. And, and, hey, guess who's going to take us out? It's the Jerry Springer Trio starring Jerry Springer, Megan Hills, Gene Galvin singing Down by the Riverside. Down my soul. Down by the riverside, down by